Paula Amigo. <laughs> What's really good, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, wow. Eric. Hello, breadheads. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Think Fresh, the number one podcast dedicated to Subway. Wow. Another week, another banger of a episode lineup we got for this week. Um, mm-hmm. whew, I mean, it's week, what is it, week four or week three of the year, and we mm-hmm. are 54 episodes deep now. Yeah. Almost point of no return, man. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> are really... It's it's really been a glow up for us. We're, I like to think of us as we are we are kind of the founding fathers of the Think Fresh movement. Um, I'm actually thinking of putting thirty under thirty in my LinkedIn bio. Wow, dirty thirty. Mm-hmm. So thirty under thirty, what? Like doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> what what's the criteria for? Because there's only thir- there's only two of us, so. So, so I'm either number. I just see a lot of people doing this. I see a lot of bios where they are, they're on a list and they just, they want you to know they don't, they don't link out to the list. There's no hyperlink. There's more, hi- more hyperlinks in a think fresh episode than on someone's LinkedIn bio. Mm, so you're saying in the link tree, you, know, you got, she got the only fans, the, the black lives matter donation link, um, you know, some other charity, mm-hmm. but they don't got the 30 and the 30 link. They're not, they're not providing the receipts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so that's what I think, and I'm gonna do. I'm thinking if they can do that, I can do that too. I'll just I'll just pop it in there and see where it goes. I mean, why wouldn't anyone believe that? I am the um, founder and CEO of a successful podcasting enterprise. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're right. Um, but you know, we are still hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are still 54 episodes our, uh... deep into this dark secret. <laughs> We got more skeletons in the closet than uh, Tiger Woods. You know what I'm saying? Damn. You watched Damn. the new Tiger Woods documentary? Dude, you know I did. And Shit. let me tell you, I didn't know anything about the guy other than that he um, was, you know, descending very rapidly into darkness <laughs> during his career. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised to say, like, I don't, uh, I mean, I'm, I've learned a lot about him in the last couple of days. I've watched that. I watched a two-part documentary on crave it's called tiger mm. Mm, nice um, and we're not talking about the tiger bread we're talking about uh, the legend himself dude this, this ain't no marble rye okay this is a uh, full whole wheat <laughs> full whole wheat Damn. goodness right here well i'm um i'm very much aware of tiger's rise and fall he really is the bitcoin of golfers uh as you know eric <laughs> I, I worked um about eight years as um, a pro shop assistant at a golf course so I witnessed many of Tiger's achievements and um, falls from grace firsthand. Mm-hmm. He he did a lot for the game, man. He showed people that golfers they can get laid too. Wow, he might be the first golfer to ever get laid uh, that many times. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really didn't know much about the guy, but or or even uh, golf to be honest. But as I was watching it, I did realize that. Um, golf truly shouldn't be considered a sport (laughs) and that you know it's really just a game where grown men can you know just like hang out smoke some cigars hit Mm -hmm. a few balls um and talk shit the whole time um Mm -hmm. so it calling itself a sport is kind of hilarious much like it's hilarious that subway calls itself um an artistic endeavor Mm -hmm. or or even like fast food it's like it's so 
like in the middle mm. of everything that it can't be one or the other yeah much fresh. like uh much like golf even calling them fresh is a stretch <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's like hidden behind this mirage um much like tiger's uh you know off-camera antics mm-hmm. yeah i would agree i think that there's actually a lot of overlap between the game of golf and the game of subway uh mm-hmm. the first thing that comes to mind is that there's it takes an obscene amount of effort to go from point a to point b it to move <laughs> something small quite a substantial distance at yeah. subway you're up against the the artist wall at golf you're you're in the rough trying to get your three wood to connect with the ball absolutely and then you know at the very beginning of your uh journey in both scenarios you have no idea how it's going to end it's really just uh you know you you hit the ball and you pray kind of like mm-hmm. subway you never know what it's going to turn out like yeah it's true i mean with both both situations the the final objective is get it in the hole (laughs) for for obvious for golfer sandwiches we're talking about the um mouth hole uh and there's also a lot of similar syntax like you might have a slice on your swing or you might have a slice of the white cheese wow nice yeah so Um, it's really a lot of a lot of overlap mm -hmm. you might even have a hole in one um in golf mm-hmm. you know where you get it in the first try hole in mm-hmm. one at subway means you're probably not cutting the bread in half mm, yeah that's it's a good one point piece. it's a it's a singular one um there's an obsession with um measurement in both environments mm-hmm. uh golf tends to lean more to yardages unless you're on the green oh that there's another syntactual um overlap green <laughs> <laughs> You want to hit the green. (laughs) Wow. You want to hit the green. Um, But you know what? I think, yeah. Oh, just before we get off of Tiger here. um, One interesting thing I also realized was they they never talked about any of his, like, food in the documentary. Like, they talked a lot about, like, his training and, like, how he, like, you know, hit the gym. And he was, like, the first golfer to actually be in shape. Again, furthering my point that it's not a sport. Mm -hmm. Um, And they never talked about, like, what his diet was like. And I imagine, you know, that would be a really interesting thing to learn about as he's descending and just like tanking his own career by going to Vegas like every weekend and, and doing all kinds of crazy shit. They never talked mm-hmm. about like what kind of food you'd be eating at that point either. So, and I just imagine like if you're going down a very regretful, dark rabbit hole, you're probably consuming some, you know, steak and cheese along the way. Mm-hmm. yeah you're yeah absolutely you're everyone needs a meal on their road trip into mm-hmm. darkness yeah just like so, every uh you know road trip has a soundtrack every descent into darkness has a menu mm-hmm. so <laughs> when tiger was spiraling because of his um like athletic disposition and um love of games i suspect that subway would have been the first doors he walked to into when he was hungry at 2 a.m. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could probably peg him as a, um, like a chicken bacon ranch guy. I think he likes to just like go big or go home, but he's also quite precise. So I think he'd be very specific with his order. I'm thinking like, yeah, one meat. <laughs> one meat. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, depends on your definition of bacon, I guess. That's true. Um, I'm thinking he's like tomatoes, bell peppers, 
olives. He's already got the ranch, so maybe some hot sauce. He likes it. He likes mm. it heated. He likes it loud, but he's also precise. He doesn't overdo it. This is true. Um, I have I have one for you. So obviously the meatball comes to mind because of the meatball shape is exactly that of a golf ball and size. Um, so I imagine there's like a like a very primal like like draw to that sandwich itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also I don't think anybody at Subway is recognizing him because golf is like an elitist sport and at Subway you got you know like normal guys you got a uh, regular culture in there so they're probably not recognizing him um and also Tiger in the documentary mentioned how he loves um he loves when nobody knows him <laughs> or when mm. he can go somewhere that like people don't under, like know who he is so that's like why he, most like, infamous people yeah so he loves isolation so I think he would be going into a subway at like some off hour time it's not busy and eating a meatball sub Mm -hmm. yeah a meatball sub is absolutely a potential order uh it's interesting that he prefers isolation as he's pretty known for hitting the middle of the fairway so (laughs) i don't i don't understand golf references yet he's he's straight down the middle man he's a straight straight shooter on the course i can't say much about him uh, off the course but, True. So uh, he's going to lunch at exactly 12. He's precise. Yeah. He's right in the middle. Right mm-hmm. in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Damn, um, well, shout out Tiger. I don't understand why he's banging like sixes, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally like the most famous person in the world at, at his peak. And he's like smashing out like minimum wage waitresses that aren't even attractive. Yeah. Maybe that's why he likes Subway, too. He... Um, he... <laughs> Here's an interesting thought. Like, okay, so Subway doesn't normally appeal to white collar activities like golf, but yeah. um, what Subway does offer is it offers an artist companion. We know Tiger <laughs> likes companionship, but we also sure. know that like any great golf behind every great golfer is a great caddy, and I think like wow. Subway more than any other fast food place allows you to have a caddy with you to provide support throughout the ordering process Mm -hmm. they can help you like make decisions they handle the equipment for you Mm -hmm. so they block out people who are trying to like distract you from getting the task done Mm -hmm. exactly so that kind of like focus on the task um, along with the companionship that um someone going on a um sex bender craves (laughs) (laughs) could really get him like walking through those green and yellow doors Wow, I think that's a really, really good point. Um, they also said in the documentary that he wasn't just smashing out these fours and fives, but he was also um, building relationships with each of them. So he wasn't mm-hmm. just like cheating on his wife and like, you know, smashing chicks when he would be in their city, but he would like text them every day and build this like one-to-one connection. Um and Subway is the only restaurant where you can see the person making your food and build that connection with them. Interesting. I didn't realize he was so needy. Yeah, he's needy. He's telling them about his problems, his like daddy issues. It's it's crazy. The Drizzy Drake of professional golf. Yeah, certified golfer boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I really it's... like to unload on my sandwich artist. If I'm having a rough day, <laughs> I want. I want. I want to just lean over that glass partition and tell him, tell him mm-hmm. all my secrets. So, mm-hmm. do you think he's banging sixes because he likes the six inch at Subway? 
There's so much overlap here, dude. Six inch subway, <laughs> six out of ten women. Eight, Eighteen holes on a golf course. Eight, eighteen divided by three, six. Oh my god! Or six, is he? Is he killing higher? eighteen inches a time? Damn, he's a big boy. Yeah, does he order more than one sandwich? One yeah, for every I hole. Mean... <laughs> wow! Yeah. I mean, I, I highly recommend the documentary, especially uh, since you know a bit more about golf. You might get a kick out of it. So cool. check that out. Well, shout out to Tiger and shout out to Crave for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't actually sponsor us, but um, Eric and I are both wearing, um, we're dripping in checks today it, it, out yeah, of respect <laughs> for Woods himself. That's a fact. Checks over stripes on this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. <laughs> um. What what's that so, Drake line? It's like shout out, sh- shout goes out to Nike. Checks all over me. I need a fuel ban just to see how long the run has been. Wow, it's from ten bands. I sick. can't remember. I didn't know he was talking about a fuel ban. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Damn, this guy's got bands and fuel bands. Man, they got to start giving artists fuel bands. Those people are working it. <laughs> yeah, they're dripping with sweat and not they're they're dripping and it's not uh clothing. No, it's um, it's a mixture of sweat and sweat onion. Yeah, <laughs> sweat onion. Mm. Um, they they panned over the uh, Nike HQ over in Beaverton, Oregon, mm-hmm. in this doc too, and just in the back of my mind, like the laugh now, cry later songs just are playing in my head. I'm just like. Like, wow, that's where, like, Odell and Drake were hanging out. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I've been to that HQ. I've been to the Beaverton Nike HQ. I got a tour from the head mm-hmm. of um, UX there, actually. That is so sick, actually. Did you um... – obviously, the connection wasn't made through sports. It was It was actually made through um, my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out that anyone who's involved in the love of sport is also – love subway i think it just appeals to um, the sportsman and everyone it must be because um, that's true much like the fuel band this is like the fuel bread <laughs> yeah i mean we've seen it with like all the advertising in in recent times like subway leaning in so hard with the football um advertising initially i was thinking it's the only sport with an imperial measurement system mm-hmm. <laughs> So it makes a lot of sense because, um, you know, you know, when they say like, oh, he, they're fourth in inches or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit is hilarious. Yeah, so they got a kid's pack. <laughs> they got a kid's pack. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't know a single athlete that eats Subway except for Chris Black. Damn. Tennis isn't a sport. Tennis is a white collar game. True. Tennis and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out my shout out my district vision heads. Cool. Um. Anyways, what else we got uh, on the docket today, dog? Well, uh, I was thinking a little bit about the experience. Like, there's an absolutely total, totally broken moment in the subway user journey, and that's when some loser in front of you is picking up for like a friend or they're really hungry so they try to order two footlongs at once so then Mm -hmm. that puts first of all that puts a a bottleneck in the system because they're trying to like multitask two sandwiches down the line so Mm -hmm. i'm going at half speed 
Or should you say a bread tie? <laughs> yeah, a bread tie. I like that. <laughs> a pretzel, a bread knot. Yeah. Um, so, so what you're saying is when you're double double fisting sandwiches, going down the line at Subway, mm-hmm. you have to not only give instructions for one sandwich, but you got to do it for the other. Mm-hmm. So how is the person able to specify which sandwich they're talking about? It seems more efficient for like if you're if you're already hand if you're already wrist deep in the lettuce to be able to just sprinkle it on both. So do you say like do you go veggie by veggie and say like yes on sandwich one and no on sandwich two, or do you go you know start finish on sandwich one and start to finish on sandwich two? Yeah, I've seen it done both ways, and neither I don't <laughs> think either of them are efficient or inspiring. When you do it the first wow. way, when you try to spread out the veggies like one veggie at a time on the sandwich that's um more efficient but it leads to more difficult um communication it's so hard Mm -hmm. to say like which one are you talking about like the one on the left but that's a different left for the artist you know so you have to very quickly develop a, a new shared vernacular for communicating about both sandwiches and it's mm-hmm. already difficult system enough. Design. It's system design on the fly, improvised system design. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of when you, um, you know, already in your head, you know, you're going to order every vegetable, but instead of saying it'll all have everything, you just list out one by one, every single ingredient. <laughs> um, and it's, it's kind of reminds me of like, if you have two sandwiches and they're the same, instead of saying like, oh, these are going to be the same sandwich, mm-hmm. you one by one, go through each thing and make them like repeat it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would do that approach because I don't care about anyone behind me in line. It will take longer, but it, it, the compromise mm-hmm. is for precision. And we're all about quality over quantity exactly. over here at Think Fresh Podcast, episode 54. Exactly. The future is not promised, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> the only time you have any power is the present. So own the stage. Exactly. Live in the limelight, baby. Um, yeah, man. Um, what I do like, though, is when people have, like, you know, a little bit of humility and are new to the subway system um, and they aren't afraid to ask questions while they're, like, strolling through the line. Like uh, like the video I posted the other day of our, you know, Italian dad <laughs> ordering at Chipotle for the first time, not knowing what carne asada is. Mm. It's like, <laughs> it's like I kind of like... Uh, I kind of like when, you know, you get a refreshing take on what's at the Subway menu. It's like, no one's ever asked questions like, oh, what kind of, what's fresh today? Or like, what kind of, what's, what kind of meat is this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there should be more dialogue. Get in, get out. Like, I love the idea of just asking the artist what's fresh. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very difficult vernacular to understand on first visit. Uh, what bread isn't even a question. <laughs> like, how do you reply to that? Yeah, exactly. Or like cheese and toasted. Mm-hmm. So it's important for those noobs to come into Subway at a regular pace because it reminds the artists that they're not robots. They're, they're humans. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, other things on the docket today, Eric, I was um, speaking of like moving quickly through the subway lineup. I was reading mm-hmm. a little bit about subway FAQs, subway.com. And 
uh, I learned that Subway considers themselves to be uh, a QSR, which stands for Quick Service Restaurant. There was nearly a fast food reference in their about page. They have gone in, they've toasted fast food itself, rebranding themselves as a quick service restaurant. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> quick service. Um, well, that implies that they're doing something for me outside of what I would expect at a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, the only thing I can think of is they're asking me for a tip at the end. <laughs> Uh, well so they're the only thing is they are like the only difference between them and fast food is that there's no drive-through or like drive-through is like a rarity at subway mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure there are some that exist um but the only difference is like you can see them making it Mm -hmm. and you're like slowing down the process by like telling them like one by one what you want which is neither quick or service (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. They make you watch and they force you to um, participate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, some things should be, are better left unseen. Like, I don't I don't necessarily want to see them sprinkle lettuce on my mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I almost want to not know what it looks like beneath the hood. Yeah, nothing, nothing <laughs> before is, I bite down. Nothing on is it. more appetizing to me than having a stranger's hands touch all the things that i'm about wow, to consume yeah. that that really gets me salivating yeah, yeah i mean somebody should explore you know keeping the cards a little bit closer to the chest mm-hmm. and uh you know not not revealing all of their secret sauce quite literally mm-hmm. there is something magical about leaving like some mystery behind the curtain mm-hmm. yeah exactly mm-hmm. um so what, what are your takes on it do you do you agree it's not quick or a service is it fast food or is this just the branding play? Are they just like, you know, fucking with the semantics in order to, you know, lean further into the eat fresh, live fresh lifestyle? Mm-hmm. I think that it's on brand for Subway to uh, confuse someone with semantics. <laughs> so <laughs> there's definitely a marketing play here, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, mm-hmm. I do think that the decision to um, drop fast food from their description is uh, clever because they don't have any fryers in their establishment they, they don't deep fry anything and i think fast food is synonymous with deep frying so oh interesting or like a grill some, of some sort kind. of grill and because you can go into subway and walk it with something totally cold then i don't i don't know that <laughs> doesn't meet my definition or my criteria for fast food fast food should be should be scolding yeah. hot and greasy mm-hmm scolding hot and greasy but i think you know they would benefit from having some kind of like hot plate in the back somewhere Mm -hmm. where they can like warm up the meats outside of a toaster Mm -hmm. i think that's where you know you get the sogginess Mm -hmm. yeah i would love when the frozen food hits the uh hits the flash freeze or flash toast oven it's uh it becomes a steamy dude it's the worst like when you have the falafel that's steaming hot on the outside and like an icicle on the inside it's like a it's like a meteor entering the atmosphere (laughs) Mm -hmm, exactly i'm starting to think that maybe people were right to not you know don't consume meat at subway (laughs) it's sad to order a veggie sub but we all know it's the right thing to do wow so veggie sub uh, it just feels like it's something missing from it yeah it's like i like i'm paying for somebody to just put like lettuce on a piece of bread 
It seems silly, right? If, it's like if the veggies were like like impressive, then I would mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, a veggie sub sounds amazing. Like the veggie sandwich from Railtown Cafe. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like that's that has fewer ingredients, but it's more it's just way better. And I'm happy to buy a veggie sub yeah. at that time. Facts. Uh, I think what it is, and it comes down to two words, Eric, green privilege. What I <laughs> what I mean by that is vegetables that appear more healthy, typically more green, are more likely to end up on Subway's base menu. Your more avant-garde vegetables, your more colorful vegetables that don't perpetuate health are not going to make the cut. Mm-hmm. That's why there's green peppers made wow. the cut and red Red and yellow mm-hmm. bell peppers are out. Uh, it, it, so yeah. they're greenwashing their own menu. Wow. Yeah, they're not making onto the charcuterie board that you're having at uh, the in-laws place. Mm-hmm. So I think the veggie, like the best veggie sandwiches I've ever had, explore a medley of colorful ingredients. And sometimes that means um, putting something a little bit more unconventional on the, on the plate. But you're not going to get mm-hmm. that at Subway because in order to per- perpetuate eat fresh, they need to look... They need to look like they are um, team green, green and yellow. <laughs> yeah, they got to look the part. Um, it's the same marketing play as, you know, QSR, quick service restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing with the language to appear healthier than they are, much like um, sweet green or a green juice from Erewhon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like solar power. <laughs> <laughs> what? EVs, man. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. They can just call um, it green and then, or, or like, yeah, or see, like yeah. actually a better example would be like um, um, infamous and failing Boston Petroleum with their green logo that has a little sunshine in it. <laughs> What's Boston Petroleum? BP, the um, gasoline extraction company, um, best mm. known for polluting the Gulf Coast. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, only, I drive a Cybertruck, so I don't know much about That's that. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> when you pull up to uh, the way in the Cybertruck and, you know, scrape your way through the drive through Damn. You know, this guy's walking out with at least one foot long. <laughs> yeah. Um, damn, green privilege is real, guys. So, you know, all we can do is educate ourselves. Mm-hmm. yeah educate yourself on the green privilege and you know just be aware of what you're doing next time you're at subway all Mm -hmm. right i am when i order a sandwich i am becoming more aware of how i perpetuate green privilege both off both (laughs) on and off this podcast wow are we toxic uh green males maybe (laughs) I know I am. You got you got too much love for meat. Yeah, shout out my toxic kings out there. <laughs> Eric, Eric, uh, Eric will always be in pursuit of the meat that satisfies. Ain't spinach gonna do that <laughs> for him? Yeah, somebody has to get into the roast beef business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right, man. I think that's uh, that's everything for today. It's been a, it's been a slice. Yeah. Or should I say? It's been a sub. Nice. <laughs> um, yo, guys, go ahead and just follow us on Instagram, will ya? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we crossed the 200 post threshold this week. We are um, really getting traction on there. Lots of really, mm-hmm. really strong content. Mm-hmm. 
nothing like you've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know we're a legitimate practice when we got, um, you know, our own analytics page and two hundred plus posts to uh, to measure and um, compare KPIs on. So yeah, go ahead and shoot us a follow on Think Fresh Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, we're just and we're um, just waiting back for that blue check. We're waiting for Instagram to phone us back and hand over that blue check we yeah. so rightly deserve. Yeah, exactly. We're waiting for uh, Mark uh, Kuckerberg to, you know, shoot us back a DM so we can get that blue checky. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Mark, if you're um, listening, um, you know what to do. Exactly. Zuck the cuck. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> other than that, you know, we got OnlyFans for you guys to support the pod. Mm-hmm. We don't um, do Patreon. And... We don't do GoFundMe. We know what's good. We're, 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 don't we, do hang out, don't do email. we hang out with the tens. We're, we're only fans. Yeah, we hang out, we hang out with the other five. <laughs> um, our people. Yeah. People are pulling apart their legs, but we're pulling apart our bread. Mm. Over <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, shoot us a follow on that. Subscribe. Um, and what else? I think you guys should also, if you're feeling inclined, leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and leave us a nice review. And Ty, what do they do on Spotify? I don't use I don't use a failing Spotify app for uh, for this podcast. So, what can people do on there to show their support? Yeah, hit that little heart icon. Um, beyond that, Spotify is pretty limited with its functionality. And <laughs> <laughs> that is until they send us the bag for. Uh, we're talking about them yeah so. shout out to spotify <laughs> for sponsor for owning anchor which sponsors this podcast that's a fact um cool so i guess i'll talk to you on friday all right ciao think fresh everybody ciao.